Fake news. Mr. President. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Mr. President. I just want to have one thing to say. Mr. President, I'm trying to get a word edgewise here. Fake news put out Mr. President, it's not. It's not fake news just because you don't like it. A few days ago, fake news Enough! Each and every Tuesday, the Journey into Comics Network brings you the real news with the poor of poor, with the late breaking news that really matters. The following is a Journey into Comics Network production. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Journey into Comics, the podcast about everything nerd. With your hosts, Nate Phillips and Brandon Stone. We've come a long way from the Prime Minister's exploding cake. Or have we? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Journey Into Comics. I am your host, Nate. It's episode 181. Today joining me, as always, is the John Schaefer to my stew block, the illustrious Brendo. How you doing, bro? Nice reference into last week's episode. Nate, it's going pretty damn good. Uh, we are a week removed from our awesome concert experience that you can hear all about on the last hour, about 48 minutes into last week's episode, where we were here, and it was 3 a.m., and we were slap happy, and we were just having a grand old time, eat, snacking on some cookies, and... Uh, Reliving our night, of course. Um, um, it, dude, that was a great night, and it's been a, a really just... It's taken a little bit to come down from it. It was such a big high, um, a great night, f- filled with a lot of great memories. Well, and not only has it been filled with a lot of great memories, but it's actually fueled more memories to come because, and we, you know, we touched on this last week, um, in a crazy turn of events... We're going to be seeing them on the last show of the tour now as well. Yeah, man. I, I'm definitely excited to be going to, to Chicago to, to see the band. And, of course, as we were just saying off air, you know, uh, for a tour, a lot of times a band kind of decides on a set list. And uh, when you're playing 20, 30 shows within a matter of a month, a month and a half, a lot of times you're just like, the, the man, this is the set. This is what we're playing in the area. And, uh, you know, we're not going to deviate too much. Every once in a while, you might have them be like, get a wild hair and like replace one of the songs with a different song of a similar vibe or feel or album. Uh, but honestly, Nate, as I said, if it's the exact same set that we saw, I'm going to be happy because I was really happy with it. I love the new album. And I every song that they played, I love the, the songs. The only thing is, is that they're... I love more songs than what they played. So it's like, I want to hear The Veil. I want to hear Defiance. Um, which, again, with those two songs added in, is only one song that they don't actively play live. And that the other, that's an instrumental that they play on tape after they're done. Correct. Damn it, play the whole album. Uh, you, hey. well, oh, and Relics, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. they didn't play Relic Part 1 uh, either. But... Uh, I am excited to go see them again. Uh, I want to try and save up a little bit of money since I spent all my monies when I was down there and, and then spent my monies the next day. So uh, uh, I, I, I think I want to get the the, the zip-up jacket because I, I want a cool new zip-up jacket. Uh, yeah. And I thought about getting that you know three-decade strong shirt. And then we just cool. saw a video posted just like 30 minutes ago from the Facebook page from John Schaefer. Basically hyping up the merch table, to, uh, encouraging guys to come out and, you know, you know, pick up some stuff, pick up this stuff. And it, Nate, I, uh, he said that the uh, the twelve inch translucent uh, limited vinyl for the orange was also limited, uh, but he didn't say how what the number on that was. So hopefully they have enough available. I know you want the CD as well, um, but like, uh, I if really I can shell out for the fucking art book. I want it because it'll give me the CD. It's like a win-win. And, and you know what? If they're charging thirty for the vinyl, it's only like forty-five more. I know it's crazy. It was uh, thinking back on it, it is an expensive buy. But when I'm such a big fan of the band that I am, I'm a diehard. Will you ever find it again? Exactly. Would you ever run across it again? No. Uh, you're having. Uh, you know, I've been looking for it online, and uh, you there's a red version. 
that's online. I wanted the orange because the flames on the cover. It's like it matches the flames, and I'm like, there's also a gold version. I heard. Yes, yeah, yes. There, there's a gold version. But see, for me, dude, um, when you get a colored vinyl, I kind of want the color to m- match thematically. If that makes any sense. Yeah, uh, I vibe that. There's because, gold in the logo on the album. Right. Be, all right. Because um, on Dark Saga. Yeah. For some reason, the Dark Saga colored vinyl is like yellow. And That's I just weird. I just don't dig it. All of my other Ice Earth albums, I do believe, are all 180 gram black. Now, Nate, I am a complete and utter idiot. Uh-oh. I am a complete idiot because um, the day that you went home, yes, I came sir. back here uh, and uh, I threw on my art book vinyl, my 10-inch vinyl. Sure, and yeah. I threw it on and it just sounded wrong and off. And it sounded slow. So I'm like, oh, I need to push, I need to change speed too fast. And it just sounded off. And I'm like, crap, this isn't going to work. Like I bought this damn thing and it's not even gonna work. Now, granted, I I had always planned on buying the regular black edition of the vinyl, just so you could have it. So I number one because you know so I can have it, but two so that way I can keep the art book versions uh, pretty clean and relatively unplayed. In fact, I have played A, B, and C size. I, I haven't even played side D on the art book yet. So I can't, so I go into town a little early. Um, that day, because I was doing Game Addicts podcast with Mike, I go to the record store, and because I knew they had a copy last time I was in there, I saw it. Yeah, go up there, grab that, grab a copy of Power Slave while I'm in there because that was out of stock when I wanted to buy it. Go to, and then you know, of course, if you go over to Game Addicts uh, over on YouTube, you can listen to us. But if you go to YouTube, I actually unbox that vinyl because I was really confused as to why the album was only on three sides of a two side LP or a, or a, you know like a two you know four side LP yeah. and like there's no side D and I'm just like I am confused is this is this like a blank side it's not blank no it's etched and it's bad as fuck it's it's yes so i i get home i throw that on and it sounds fucking phenomenal Nate like, oh, I'm sure it does. I can't wait to get my own copy. Um, it sounds fucking phenomenal. So then on Sunday, I'm in here and I'm doing work. I I framed our I framed the posters. I'm do, I'm I'm doing some work in here, and I you know I decided to kind of like, man, let's let's really look into this damn thing. Let's look into this 10 inch final. Figure out why this damn thing isn't working. Let's do some troubleshooting, because you know when I told the guy at the record store, he goes, it really should work. I don't know why it wouldn't. I'm like. I don't know, man. I may, may, maybe you know I got like a hundred dollar turntable, so maybe it's just like ah, oh, it's the basic of the basic, man. I've heard pray tell that sometimes the the the, the speed on the on like the belt turns isn't a hundred percent accurate, so you could have some, and maybe that's what it was. And so I, th- I'm looking at the LP, I'm looking at the speed, I'm like, well, that's what I had it at. It didn't sound right, so I put it on there, and Nate, it sounded just fine. Okay. It sounded just fine. So I go to the next song. It sounds fine. Okay, what happened? Nothing. It was fine. I'm just stupid. I'm just like, well, that sounds off. It didn't sound off at all. You were just a little paranoid that it might sound off. Probably. But so I vibe that, dude. I do that too, man. Sometimes your ears can trick them themselves, you know? Well, because you, uh, the first song on the album is The Great Heathen Army. It has that big Viking do, do, drums do, do. and chants. And it's like it sounded slower than I, but it then I played it on my phone and it sounded the same. Brando, I made a new Ice Earth fan. Really? Yeah, he's four years old. Awesome! Fuck yeah, dude. He was. Go- oh my god. Okay, so hold on. Let me tell you. I forgot all about this. I'm so glad that this gets to get brought up on the podcast. So we're in the process of moving, Veronica. I've said that, and. Um, we were over there on Tuesday, and Ollie and I are hanging out, and I was doing some work in the kitchen, and so I put on Iced Earth, because I'm still coming down from the weekend we had had, and I call it the weekend, even though I know it was like pretty much the middle of the week. So I put on the Incorruptible playlist, 
and I'm just jamming it. And Heathen Army comes on, and you know, Stu goes into that Valhalla first scream at the very beginning, and I just was like, you know, like mimicking like all yeah. into it and shit. So then every time Stu screamed, Ollie would start doing that like he was also screaming along and he was just like thrashing about it was fucking amazing the power of metal metal Wyatt now does metal mm-hmm. uh, anytime that I play um uh, anything metal I guess uh you know anything rock he's like metal uh but yeah dude I I'm kind of still coming down too uh in, like in a weird way like I haven't been wanting to listen to music while I drive um, but today, today was the second day in a row that I worked like four hours where I did not say a word to anybody because I worked with people that either aren't allowed to talk because of a bet, <laughs> crazy work. Oh shit! Or or don't talk because they're deaf. Oh shit! Um, so, That's two extremely different sides of the same coin. Wow. Now Nate. Um, they are officially not a part of the uh, JIC Performance Center. No, no. Uh, good dudes, though. Good dudes. Um, okay, great. Shout out to you guys. So, I tell you what, Nate. Brando only has so much positivity in him. Oh, the power of positivity. I vibe that. But, like, when once I've gone through all the cool shit that's happened in my life... I'm not in a really creative space right now, so like a lot of times at work when I'm quiet, I'll just zone out and I'll start creating a story, uh, revisiting a story I've already created, adding to it, trying to make it better, trying to flesh it out more. I, I do that kind of stuff a lot. Hell yeah, uh, I I do creativity, you know, you know, you know, creativity ideas for the like the podcast stuff that we're doing. I I do that too, but I just am not feeling that here, dude. I haven't been feeling it for a while, um, but like. When Brando runs out of positivity, then the negativity starts coming. I buy that. And uh, I am really, I'm a really insecure person as far as like my fears. We have fears of losing people, fears of death, fears of like waking up when people are gone, the fear pushing of being people alone. away out of your life, stuff like well, that. Well, you know, it, it's almost like, Oh, okay. you know, the positive side is, oh man, look at this awesome family I have. Look at all my friends. The negative side is, well, what if they were all gone tomorrow? What if she picked up and left? And I'm like, and of course, the answer is like, why? But but the brain doesn't go there. It just the what a scenario if. scenario A B C D E F G. So then, like, my brain does that. My brain is so hyperactive and imaginative that it comes up with these crazy scenarios. And then next thing I know, I am like four or five days into that scenario. And I am like, like near suicidal, and I'm like, what the fuck am I thinking about myself? Like and, high anxiety, crazy alerts. Well, it, 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 and it's creating its own anxiety. So I was so like, after about like forty minutes or an hour of this, I'm just like, I can't do this. And I'm working on a job that's like kind of away from everybody, because okay at. At work, you're not supposed to be on your phones. That's a no-no. No phones. Yeah. Except for everybody that I would know that works at Subaru texts me all the time during the day when I ask shit. I don't know how that works with no phones, but you guys must dial or text with your asses or something. Well, you got tweeting buttholes. <laughs> it, be, because the only way they can do it is if they just keep puckering out, and that's with the image in my head right now. Just... <laughs> Touching the phone. Oh, gross! Uh, City USA. Hairless cats. That's all I can. Oh, say. It's the, the, it just suctions right to the like. Hopefully, you have a. Uh, God, there's a, there's a dedicated sound for that too. It just. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so like, I was so like, man, I need to get out of this. Don't even care. I, you know, people are on their phones all the time here. I'm never on my phone unless it's a dire emergency. I get my phone out, put her on airplane mode, so that way I'm not wasting my battery with the <clears throat> signal. Yep. And I throw my Spotify Eister's playlist on, hit shuffle, put it up here in my front pocket, speaker side up. And anytime I saw someone coming near my way, I just very nonchalantly turn my volume down. I'm waiting for them to go away. Because the turn it back he's up. deaf. He's not hearing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Uh, 
and then he, I should, he's then not going to narc on you for sure. Um, and then actually, Blaine was working not too far away from me, and I actually thought he heard one of Stu's falsettos. Holy shit! Uh, because it was like, like I at times I could barely hear it because it's so loud in there. Yeah, but like that falsetto cut through all the white noise, and I'm like, man, that was loud. And I, I can't remember what song it was. Uh, but uh, it, but it was from the live and ancient Korean. Uh, oh, sweet! It, like I like I, it was one of those. But it was like, it was cool because I have like on Spotify. I went in and added in the SPV stuff because they took all the SPV stuff off, and I have everything from first album all the way through uh, to current. So it's like hit, hitting shuffle. You never know what album you're gonna get. There's like five different versions of Angels Holocaust. With like four different singers, <laughs> two different live versions, two different yeah. album versions, and it's there's like, even a best of version too. Also, um, John Greeley sang it, Matt Barlow sang it, album and live, and then the studio sang it live. So it's like anytime you hear, okay, it's live. Which one is it? Okay, it's Stu. He's singing already. Uh, but so like it, like that was kind of fun because I also got a couple songs that I don't get very often when I, I am going through and I'm like there was actually one song where I was like wait what freaking song is this but just to preface this Nate I've kind of been in this kind of mode this whole thought mode all fucking week sure uh, thinking about my life thinking about <clears throat> the things in it the people in it the good the bad and the ugly and uh a lot of that was triggered, honestly, because of what happened to Kevin Smith on Sunday. Bro, let me tell you. Uh, you know, I woke up to AP saying, today was almost a really bad day. And I, I immediately shot awake. And it's funny that you bring this up because, first of all, we should mention Kevin Smith did have a near-fatal heart attack. He survived what they call the Widowmaker. Uh, he's good now for, you know, what he knows and he's out of the hospital and whatnot on the road to recovery. Thing is, he's been, you know, working out, trying to get his health in order and stuff. But like the doctor said, it's a freight train that you can't stop. That started a long fucking time ago that he didn't, you know, it started when he was our age, Brando. That's exactly what I fucking heard him say. Yeah. It started right now, you fucks. And I was like, oh, Okay. So I've been like hyper evaluating myself and in weird situations I'm like, "Oh my god, is like is this is like something like that going to happen to me?" Like it's really dry in my house and every now and again this isn't like an everyday thing. I don't want people to fucking worry about me or some shit. Every now and again it gets so dry in my house that I like will wake up so dry mouth that I will like puke bile. Like my body's just like so dehydrated it's trying to make something happen and then I have to like, "Oh my god, I need to get some water in me now." You know, so like that happened the day after the Kevin Smith news broke and he's and it, he, he fucking did a video where he's sitting in the hospital talking and telling his story of what fucking happened, which nearly yeah. broke me. Oh, um, dude. Yeah. Uh, the, I read the news four minutes after he posted it laying in bed. Wow. It, it was the picture of him in the hospital talking about it. I'm like, holy crap, dude. I'm so glad he's OK. But literally, like, that was on Monday morning, and it's just like you. It It's so funny because you have real people in your life that kind of, like, you know, come and go. And whether it's disease or or whatever, natural causes like that. Dude, like, hit, like that fucking made me start thinking about myself and my family and... I, as I said, I, I have this running fear of just losing my family, my friends, whether it's myself or uh, dying suddenly or them or them leaving or whatever. That I, I really feel like this has like really made me start looking at life a little differently as far as like how I live it. Decisions totally, I, man. Well, because it's like. It it kind of wakes you up and snaps you out of rea- out of the reality of the everyday grind, and it's like yes, I always have something. I I, I usually have something that I'm looking forward to, a, a a moment, a date. It's like this. I'm shooting for this, 
and every day from this way from this day is to get to that moment and then every single day that i work and you know nate i i know you know this but i don't know how much you uh like and 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 sometimes i don't even i don't even realize until i think about it when we graduated high school in 2005 yeah uh one month later june 20th i started working yeah and i've literally not stopped since then. damn that's 13 years i the only time i did not have a job was for four days in 2007 when I just transitioned. And granted, I was hired, but wasn't working yet. And then I started that next week. I have not had a vacation. I haven't traveled anywhere except to Chicago. It's I a nice place, but there's more beautiful places to go. No, yeah, I, I, I do enjoy <laughs> Chicago. I'm not. That's not a dig on Chicago. I'm just. Saying oh, I vibe you. That's just like we. It, it, it's always a matter of time and money. Um, I make good money, but we also spend that money. I was gonna say. I thought you were gonna say spend good money, and that was gonna make me crack up. Like, no, no. I make good money. We spend good, good money. money. <laughs> um. You know, we're like obviously neither me or my wife are the greatest about let's save all this money. And it's like, no, we 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 live our life. We we have what we want. Uh, we don't have everything, but we're never we're never needy. You know, uh, we definitely are privileged. Are, are privileged, and but at the same token, it's like I'm always working. And there's only like a couple times, two times a year guaranteed where I can get like any time off. But, you know, it's always like we don't have enough money to travel or now we got a kid that travels. So we got to think about that. And then, man, he's how, how never, is he going to react to traveling? How is he going to do that? How is he going to be in a hotel room? How are we going to be able to do that? We're not going to be able to sleep. And it's like, <clears throat> God damn it, man. If I went tomorrow. I wouldn't have a lot of regrets, but I would regret not doing more stuff. I would regret not living. Nate, I don't have the freedom to do what I want. Fair, fair enough. That's a. I that's don't a, have the freedom because I, I'm, I'm bound and shackled by a job that is great, fantastic. This job has given me everything, everything in this room, everything that is absolutely unnecessary. Fucking everything that helped build this network, bro. Everything Let's just be honest. Everything that helped build this network, yes. Uh, we owe to that place. Because I mean, I'm indebted to that fucking place, and I've never been inside of it. Right. That's what she said. <laughs> you know, everything that we have is because of that place, and I'm so thankful. But it's also, like, constricting in a way where, like, I feel like I feel like in a way that I'm not living like I should. But I also yeah. know that if I'm do that crazy thing of like, I'm out of here. I'm going to go live the way I want that. We're not going to have the same quality of life for a while, man. And I think that comes down to, uh, where, and this is, I love that we get to kind of talk about this. This is old school JIC coming back out where it's more the us and less of the newsy shit and stuff. And I like that, but, uh, you know, I heard and this, I, pro I promise I'll tie this all in together. I heard a very interesting compliment handed to me this week. And of all weeks to hear these words, it was just like, wow, you you could just fucking couldn't overwhelm another person with more emotions in this moment. So I was talking to dad on the phone and, uh, you know, he straight up told me, he's like, you know, when you and Brando started the podcast and everything and, and you know, you kind of decided to change the course of your life and you know, do things the way I'm doing things, Brando, as only I can really elaborate upon. Um, he said he didn't really get it, and he didn't know if that was going to lead to my happiness. And, of course, as a parent, all you want is your kid to be happy. And he said that he can tell that I'm living the happiest life I could have and that that made him joyous. And uh, hearing that was, it's like a, it's a hit to the gut, you know. You're like, oh, God, thinking about all this other stuff too, you know. Mm -hmm. And it made me think like, okay, what did Kevin Smith say when he's, you know, just surviving death? And um, 
he said something to the effect of like, you know, I got to do a lot of cool shit, you know, and I lived a pretty cool adventure and I'm, I'm very happy with the adventure I lived. And I thought about it and me too, Brando, like, I hope I get to live till I'm 90 or 100. That'd be fucking spectacular. But if something were to happen tomorrow, man, this has all been fucking great, you know, ultimately. Mm-hmm. And... um very reflective. I'm very grateful that Kevin Smith is good. That was, uh, you know, it's almost like you almost expect the news to be Stan Lee. By the way, fighting pneumonia, that's a terrible thing to hear. He's 95. Someone just robbed another $1.4 million from him, and he has pneumonia. Stan Lee's having a bad fucking week. Man, I mean, that's a, like, pneumonia is pretty radical even when you're, Young, not to mention Correct. you're like in your 90s. Yeah, I mean, your immune system's been a little bit tattered and torn through time, and pneumonia's a vicious thing that just keeps you sick, and that's the thing that fucks you, you know? It stops your immune system from working properly, but, you know, I think Stan's on the road to recovery. I think that his manager, the guy that's been working with him for years, is probably secretly a scumbag that's been ripping him off, but, uh... Let's get on to some sad news. I don't know. Did you have more to elaborate upon Kevin Smith? Did I did I tie that up nicely? Yeah, man. Uh, tie that up. You know, just happy that he's doing better and well. Did you hear about uh, about him getting the Disney Channel? Oh yeah, they fucked with him, and he thought it was the greatest, funniest gift he could receive. Well, uh, he he said he said recently uh, how much people call him Kevin James when on, he's there. Yeah. Well, like on accident, like. Just people in the street. Oh, you're Kevin James. They just, like, they either totally mistake him or they see him and they know it's Kevin Smith. But but their brain just goes to mush. Kevin James because <clears throat> because the name's, like, you know, it's been, like, for the last 10 years a little bit more, like, on the tip of your tongue than Kevin Smith. So, like. They sent him, hey Kevin, you know, get you know, get be- you know, get well, you know, be- you know, best wishes. And they sent him a cookie, a Mickey Mouse cookie that says, "Get well, Kevin James." <laughs> yeah, he thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, what he didn't find hilarious, Brando, I don't know if you saw this. Chris Pratt like tweeted well wishes to Kevin mm-hmm. Smith and was like, "Hey man, be good. You know, hope you're well. Thoughts and prayers." However, in the current climate that we live in you can't say thoughts and prayers without people who are fucking crazy about the gun control thing left or right doesn't matter being like thoughts and prayers aren't getting shit done you know and it's like kevin smith had to be like he's not gonna come to the hospital and put his fucking hands in my chest and operate on my heart his thoughts and prayers are about as good as it can get you know james gunn saying the same thing so why do i bring up chris pratt obviously that's just a little segue as it were because another thing crazy happened this past week, um, and a lot of stuff tied to this, Brando, but Infinity War, Avengers decided to use the Time Stone and go forward in the future by a week, and now we're getting the movie a week early? What? Wait, they used the Tim Stone? The Tim Stone, yeah, Tim Stone. Your dad, <laughs> he showed up, and he was like, hey, you guys needed my help I, to go into I time? I some strings, man. <clears throat> no strings on me. Oh, I see what you did there. That was lovely. Great Ultron reference. Uh, But yeah, man, April 27th, the Infinity War will officially come out worldwide. So a simultaneous launch across the globe, meaning that... (coughs) A little frog in my throat there. Meaning that there is less chance for spoilers across the pond, less chance for stuff to leak or... God forbid cam versions come out and spoil the movie. They're really trying to... um, Big shit's going to happen in this movie. But, Brando, they used a very crazy word when deciding that they were going to announce this. Did you catch it? No, he didn't catch it. So when they tweeted that they... Because, you know, I don't know where it came from, but it was like they were answering a question that no one asked. Or maybe someone asked it, and I didn't see... But they said that's a, in all caps, fantastic idea. And then they said in theaters everywhere April 27th. So they pushed it a week. That also helps because you've got Deadpool moved up. 
You've got Solo that's in the month of May now. So this gives it a week to breathe, a little extra time to breathe yeah. going into May. You're So by the time Deadpool hits, it's going to be on its third week decline. <clears throat> it's not going to be as hot. It's still probably going to be pretty hot, especially if you look at how Black Panther is doing. I mean, God, that movie's doing phenomenal. They're going to have another over $100 million weekend. Yeah, um, no, uh, Avengers is going to be hot. It's going to be... It's going to smash records. I know it's going to. It's going to be one of the biggest movies um, of the last few years. Uh, I think it's going to be right up there with Star Wars. I agree. So they used the time stone. They decided to push it. What does that mean for the Road to Infinity War, though, Brando? Well, the Road to Infinity War, we got to alter our release schedule just a little bit. Of course, we're going to have to squeeze in the last few uh, releases there towards the end and uh, move up something by a week and... Uh, I think we're going to move. I think one week we're going to at least two, like one on Wednesday, one on Friday. I think that's what we uh, threw out there. So, yeah, I mean, you guys are you guys are still going to get your awesome uh, exclusive reviews from all the different shows here on the Journey to Comics Network over on the Patreon.com slash Journey to Comics. Making just, our way to our goal, bro. Yeah, I, absolutely, man. Uh, for only just $3, man. Pledge $3, and you get some extra bonus content. Not to mention... That we are looking at, we are now in March, starting this March, this March, starting this month, we have, we're going to be recording some, possibly some new, brand new stuff that, I don't know if we're ready to announce the content of that yet, to the public, but Nate, we can truly say we have two brand new Patreon exclusive podcasts. Count them three, bro. You got three now? A total of three. Oh, yes, sir. That is awesome. We're going to have to talk and I, a little bit off air about what, because I'm not ready to say exactly what it is yet. I know about one of yours. Well, I know. Yeah, well, that's the only one so far is 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 that one. Okay, and then I have two in the in the pipe. Okay. One that's not even involving me. I won't be on that show whatsoever. I just helped come up with the name and the design of the logo. Oh. Um, but then the other one, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other one is, um, well, it's a little space and timey-wimey, weebly-wobbly stuff. Who? 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 Well, well you, know, the de- you know, the force is definitely with us with this, and we are going to be watching <laughs> some new, that was awesome. brand new shows exclusive to the network to hopefully, you know, sweeten the pot, man. You know, have you ever heard... Uh, um, there's an old Mitch Hegberg joke, man. He's like, I'm gonna have to sweeten some of these jokes. You know what that means? That's a showbiz term for add sugar to. <laughs> <laughs> so we're definitely gonna be adding some sugar to our Patreon, adding some brand new shows that are gonna air at least once a month. We we're gonna we're gonna dial down release times and dates for these shows. I know for a fact that uh, me and my co-host for the show that I'm doing. We're looking at to record our first episode this month, and it's probably going to come out by the end of the month for sure. I would say one of the two that we have uh, is probably a May release for that, and then the other one is going to coincide with the 11th season of said show that we will be discussing that will be coming out sometime in August if that doesn't give you guys enough fucking clues as to what we're talking about. Um but that's okay because, Brando, here's the deal. We got the Patreon, Road to Infinity War. The plan is we're going to move. Our review of Ragnarok is just going to get pushed up to the Saturday right after the, um, uh, what do you call it, Voices Survival podcast mm-hmm. does the Spider-Man. And then the week Wednesday that would have been the Thor review will be back Black Panther, which will be one day before the movie comes out on the 26th. Right on, right on. So we just made some slight adjustments, but wait, there's still fucking more. And I feel like that was my whole last weekend, but wait, there's more. So here's the thing, because there's actually bonus content that came out this weekend that we didn't tell anybody was even happening. That's bonus content within bonus content, Brando, because... Them Podcastrophy boys got nerdy and dirty and reviewed Deadpool for our Road to Infinity War. They still loosely tied it to the MCU, even though you can't officially say it's a part of the movie. There is definitely a helicarrier from uh, Captain America Winter Soldier that is in the movie. 
and uh, Stan Lee's in the movie, so it's got to be a shared universe somehow. So uh, really they did a great that, review. I really hope that me sipping on my uh, on my coffee thing wasn't too loud into my microphone. I, I don't really, think it was. I really wanted to finish it off. I mean, these mics are totally freaking awesome for like when you're like way, way back here. talking at a normal. Um, I don't normal think. I'm holding the microphone this week, guys. I really don't have my room set up to do a podcast. It was sort of like, kind of got dropped on me in the last minute. Hey, we're going to dinner with the fam. It's like, oh, all right, yeah, uh, sweet. And then I get home, and Nate's like, I'm ready to go. And I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> Fuck it, let's just roll. Let's just, man, let's really crudely <laughs> throw the laptop up on the side of my foot and, and uh, you know, throw up the Zoom here, you know, to talk about some cool, uh, some cool comic book and comic book oriented material, if you will, yeah. Nate. So back to it, Brando. A couple. Well, okay. So let me say, an Infinity War toy may have spoiled something in the movie, and I'll elaborate in a second with a minor spoiler alert there, and also take it with a grain of salt because toys sometimes don't necessarily represent the end product, and this is all conjecture. Um, and then also there was an announcement for a toy that was fucking so badass. And there was confirmation on another toy that something we thought might be appearing is officially appearing. So in order. First of all, uh, let's talk about what's officially been confirmed. Uh, it seems that when we see Iron Spider in this movie, he will have his four additional arms that retract from his back. They aren't using that to, obviously they've shown very limited shots of the Iron Spider suit in the trailers for Infinity War. We've only got the one trailer, you know, and it's already only a month away, by the way, just to put that out there. I mean, I'm really, okay it's two that. months. I'm but, more than okay with that because of what I complained about with Age of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah, just just don't give me the whole movie. Don't give it all away. So, we, we you know, we get confirmation through the toys. All the toys show Iron Spider with the things on his back. I'm sure that there'll be a pop variant where his things will be retracted down or whatever. Slightly different color scheme, red, red, blue, and gold, so to match the suit, mm -hmm. not like they tried to match the comics. Right. Uh, something that we can say is just straight-up badass hot toys. They make, like, highly detailed, scaled replicas of characters, and they have, like, cloth clothes. and si They're like fucking Barbies for collectors, you know, but, like, high-quality fucking Barbies, I guess. Um, so, uh, you know, they're doing, they actually made an Infinity Gauntlet for the movie. Like, a hot toy that you can buy. And, dude, the fucking stones breathe. What I mean is that they light and flicker just randomly, like as if the stones are alive and just breathing on their own. Cool. So it has this really, the fucking video they teased, I was like, oh my fuck, that's going to be like $500 and I have to have it. I'm probably not going to ever have it, but if I fucking could have it, that's what I want. Anyways, and then here's the spoiler, and I'm going to just give you guys a spoiler alert. This is only going to be a couple seconds, Brian. I want to get your opinion on this. Um, I've, I've said this before. That I think that the way Thor Ragnarok leaves off, it kind of leaves it with where Thanos is about to show up. He's going to blow up that ship full of fucking Asgardians, and there's going to be massive deaths, and you're talking about who could die in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that would be impactful, and the toy that was released is a toy of Thor, right? Any old toy of Thor, doesn't matter. What do you think Thor is holding? Do you have any clue? Nope. Heimdall's sword. Meaning, it is possible that Heimdall will die when Thanos raids their ship to get the Tesseract. From Loki, who definitely has it. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> right? Antimutagen. <laughs> Antimutagen, yeah. You gotta put it in the donuts with the, uh... What do you call those, Brando? Ice cubes. Oh, the cubes. <clears throat> it's you not going to take. It's not going to take. You really think this is going to work? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, come on. You missed says. the line. He I says, forgot it. He says, like, is Schwarzenegger hard to spell? Oh, yeah. Like, is Schwarzenegger hard to spell? I forgot that. Because uh, the answer is yes. So, okay, so that's what I have for the toy spoiler in the movie. Now we're going to jump into some comic book news. Brando, I need you on full alert, my sir. I am on full alert. Because I have a question. 
Does Superman believe in God? Did Cassie pull the trigger? Did what? Did Cat Seat pull a trigger? Cassie, Flyleaf. Oh. Do you believe? Uh, that might have been a too much of a deep cut 10 years ago type thing. I'm sorry. It, it was a little bit, but I got the Flyleaf reference. I got the Flyleaf reference. Uh, no, dude. Uh, actually, as I pull it up right now, in Superman 41, they actually address whether or not Superman believes in God. And this is the quote, and I think this is super interesting, and I think this is something that I want everybody to kind of take home with. It also kind of ties in nicely to what we were talking about earlier in the show with Kevin Smith here. So um, I guess that uh, John, which is Superman's son, are witnessing the end of a dying world, and John asks Superman, honestly, you know, he says, do you believe in God? And Superman says, honestly, John, I've seen too much not to believe in something, but this is the important part. Something isn't everything. And I fucking love that. That's like a very powerful line from a, um, you know, when you think about Superman, he's kind of dipped in the patriotism of the United States. Mm -hmm. He's more, almost more Captain America than Captain America, if that makes sense in some ways. Well, yeah, so. he's, he's like an American icon. So it's interesting, though, just that, you know, I like that that's the way they they chose to tackle that. Because I'm sure that as a comic book creator, that's a tough thing to try to tackle nowadays. Yeah. Like, it's not as cut and paste as it was in the 60s and the 70s when, you know, it was, um, you know, the U.S. was a mostly Christian nation. Now it's a melding pot of so many different cultures, even more than it had been in the past. It's just evolving and continuously growing, and it's beautiful. So it's really cool that they tackled that in, like, a non-gross way. I think they could have maybe made that gross, uh, even if they didn't mean to, and that was very tastefully done, and I liked it quite a bit. Uh, now, this is interesting, Brando. This is something that will fuel your little heart with some joy. Uh, the new Amazing Spider-Man team... Now, the writer, I don't really know the writer. His name is Nick Spencer. He wrote Secret Empire, which I think was, oh, you know, Secret Empire was actually the Cap story that uh, recently came out where he was secretly in Hydra, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the guy that wrote that is Nick Spencer. The artist for Invincible is Ryan Otley. They are doing the Amazing Spider-Man reboot during Marvel's fresh start. They will be taking over once Dan Slott, after 10 years of writing Amazing Spider-Man, steps down. Damn. Ryan Otley and Invincible. Think about Invincible's artwork. And think about his ability to create that kind of art in Spider-Man terms. Hell yeah, man. I don't know if you'll be able to see this or not. But that's the cover for issue one. I dig it, man. It's fucking lively. It's really... I've always liked... It harkens back a little bit to, like, the sort of, like, 80s and 90s a little bit. A little bit yeah. more wild-looking, a little bit more, like... Because you know, like, how, like, they would always do, like, these really weird and over-the-top, like, poses with Spider-Man. He'd be, like, be, like, he'd be, like, almost, like, too limber. Like, he's... Like his fucking legs are over his head, but his chest is under his ass. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 and he's swinging, and you're like, how the fuck is that possible? But, like, they always did some really cool poses with him. And, uh, like, our buddy Jason from back in the day, he, he like he also would always kind of draw, like, some really cool out-there poses, kind of, like, you know, kind of, like, inspired by that. And that's kind of what that made me think of. Well, let me tell you, man, uh, the guy, Nick, did I call him Nick Spencer? Is that right? Nick Spencer... He said that he was, you know, looking for um, the right situation kind of came along. They offered him the book and they said, you know, pick your artist. Who do you think would work good with you if they're available? We should make it happen. And he had just, you know, obviously found out Ryan was done with Invincible because they just wrapped Invincible. 144 was the final issue. And he kept going, man, if anybody could do this, it's got to be it's got to be Ryan Otley. So they kind of decided that it was going to work, and of course he was super excited. But here's the cool thing. They're going to try to bring Spidey back to form. 
they're they're not trying to pay any disrespect to the past 10 years of Spider-Man, but they want to bring back all the shit that people really love about the character and make it the focus of the book. And as a as like reading that, I haven't bought a Spider-Man book in 2 years, Brando. I've fucking well, first of all, I lied because I just yesterday pre-ordered the new Spider-Man because I'm going to read Dan Slott's final run, obviously, so I can review it here on JIC. But uh, getting that is sparked because I'm also excited to to see the reboot now and Ryan Otley and Nick Spencer take over. I think that's going to be a really, really fucking cool, you know, trying to kick it back how it used to be with Spidey, you know? Taking time to pay off stories and really thinking it out and not being... No offense to Dan Slott, but sometimes he took the cheap way out, you know? But, I mean, he was there for 600, issue 600 he wrote, issue 700 he wrote, issue 800 he will write. I mean, he has some longevity there. That's that's for goddamn sure. Uh, on the flip side here, I just wanted to mention, I think I covered this last week or the week before, but... I didn't bring up the list of who actually was on the team, so I'm just going to give read off real quick here the list of Avengers that are on the new Avengers team. Um, if I can find where that article's hiding. And actually, it was funny. I listened to something. I don't remember what the fuck it was. Tyler had to find an article. Uh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, damn it, Tyler. You got you, you bitch. You, you got you. <laughs> You got you, man. Well, I didn't get him. I didn't call myself out for, uh, you know, not having articles pulled up when I want to talk about them. So who are the new Avengers? Obviously, some of the old Avengers, like Iron Man and Thor, and then also Captain America as well. Uh, Black Panther is is now an, an Avenger again. Captain Marvel is a part of this team. She-Hulk is a part of the team. You've also got Ghost Rider, and last but not least, Doctor Strange. That is a bizarre team of Avengers, but uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do. Once Marvel Fresh Start happens, that's, uh, you know, every couple years they decide, hey, it's time to try to boost up these sales a little bit. Maybe we can shake some things up. Sometimes it works, man. Maybe they'll hit a stride or they'll hit a, you know, a, a nice patch of ground where they'll find the right creative teams that'll make their books soar but when you hear shit like oh last month's walking dead outsold everything marvel put out fuck good luck marvel like how are you supposed to survive like that and it's because they put too many books out that's the real problem but man with some of the stuff they've been announcing with fresh start it just gets me so fucking hyped uh they've actually teased that they're gonna do a new fantastic four book of course on the heels of the possibility that they could come to the MCU, uh, you know, they have to at some point be reintroduced into comics. They've been kind of gone for a while. So it seems in a Marvel 2-in-1, it's Marvel 2-in-1 number 6, uh, Human Torch and Thing are reunited to face the future without the Richards family. But it's possible that Sue and Reed will both show up in the book as... Uh, Ben and Johnny join forces with Doom. Interesting. Interesting at what that means. I'm not quite sure. Let's go next up to... Oh, yeah, I want to talk about this. I need to, I need to send you this article somehow so you can see the picture. Because Marvel also announced another book, and I don't know if you know this, but he's been dead in the comics for a while. Not really dead, but really dead, I guess, is how you'd say that. Uh, <laughs> Not really Bruce, dead, but really dead. Bruce Banner, he's been gone for a while, right? Yeah. When you see the cover for this fucking book, dude, the full cover is ridiculous. I was like, okay, I have to buy that immediately. Because they are doing a new series called Immortal Hulk. So it's not the Incredible Hulk. It's not the Invincible Hulk. It's the Immortal. <laughs> oh my God! I just realized it. The Immortal Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I sat here and just looked at you. 
How did they not catch that? How did I not catch that? That's the better question. Holy shit, Brando. Hulk. It looks dope as fuck, though, right? Yeah, no, dude. Um, yeah, I really dig that cover, him coming out of the grave. So that was... It says photo by Alex Ross. Was it drawn by Alex Ross? Yeah, it's an Alex Ross art. It looks awesome. Yeah, he's killing it in the game. Uh, let's go here. Oh, this is interesting to note. So you know who Scott Snyder is, right, Brando? Yes. He wrote a lot of Batman, and he's really great at Batman, and everyone knows him for Batman. Well, he just recently took over the Justice League. As soon as medals wraps, he's going to be taking over Justice League. His buddy, Jason Aaron, is going to be teaming with Ed McGinnis on a new Avengers series. Here's an interesting set of tweets that I'm going to read to you. Scott Snyder says, Excited for Jason Aaron on Avengers. Going to be epic. Jason Aaron responded with, he say, what? Oh, Aaron responded with, cheers, Scott. Maybe we need to work on a new Justice League v. Avengers crossover. Justice League v. Avengers, folks. What the fuck? Snyder was quickly on board saying, he would do that any time with that dude. Huge congrats and good seeing you this weekend. What would you think about that? Scott Snyder driven Avengers versus Justice League. That sounds like it it that like especially in like today's landscape. Yes. Of like That's it, what I'm talking much, about. It is crazy because I mean there's always have been like the the fanboys, DC versus Marvel. And, and they've always worked together. Well, uh, yeah, and, but, like, there's always kind of also been, like, you know, comics have always been comics, but there's always been, like, the personal opinion of who's doing what better. And sometimes it's not personal opinion. Sometimes one comic side is killing it, while the other side maybe isn't doing so much. Like, for example, the last few years that we've been doing the show, it, we've all, we both kind of have like the the general thought that DC has been kind of doing things a little bit better than Marvel overall, you know. Yes, uh, absolutely. They've got their comic division on lock. They've got their TV division on lock. They're they're fucking up movies, but right, but nobody's see, but perfect on that front. On that front, like the Marvel has them set because it's like they're really they're reaching more masses on the film front than DC is able to get in comics and even in TV, to be fair. You're right. So by that point, it's like the fan, like a lot of fanboys who don't like, like Marvel stuff is better. It's like, like it, as a DC fan, it does make me wish that, that DC could be right there, right next to it going, ah, see ours is just as good. Um, and I'm hoping that we get there, but who knows? I know how they're going to get there. And this is going to happen, Brando, because you just watched. The universe is fucked up. But I'm going to tell you a timey-wimey scenario that I think is possible to happen. You heard it here first on the podcast, folks, but really you didn't probably hear it here first. You probably heard it on the internet somewhere else where I read it also. So, here we go. Warner Brothers and DC could split in the near future because the Time Warner and AT&T merger is still on the brinks that was from last year it's not official if uh you know they're actually going to allow that merger to happen it's a big conglomeration happening it's a lot of money it's almost a monopoly so they're going to be in court this month in march it is possible that if the time warner at&t merger falls through that warner brothers and dc could be sold separately apart mm. from each other and I don't know if you've heard about this mouse down in Florida, but that motherfucker has some deep motherfucking pockets and always gets shit right for some reason. And I'm talking about the M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. Because it is possible that Disney could buy this. And you know why? Disney obviously looks at that and they go, oh shit, DC's up for sale. But if they could pull the right move off, they can also pick up Harry Potter. Imagine a Harry Potter driven by Disney. Dude, it's their domination thing, dude. It, it, that's almost too much. 
It's and like, you know it's fucked up too because I think in that thing it said that they would acquire both Harry Potter and DC in that thing jokingly from a couple episodes back that we referenced. I almost don't want them to. Well, same. I almost don't want them to. However, think about what good it would do for DC to have that controlling them where it the quality of the content matters. And they're going to let your fucking teams work the right way as opposed to Warner Brothers who is just trying to make money because DC is sinking them in the box office realm. They don't see it as profit and they are scrambling and everything is in limbo right now. And that's unfortunate. I don't think it should be in limbo. I thought Justice League was a hearty attempt and it was not a terrible movie. Oh, no, not at all. I thought it was a pretty decent movie. Um, Absolutely. You know, I, I felt like you know, you know, there's a few missteps in there, but pretty forgivable, all things considered. I thought it was a pretty entertaining movie. And uh, it definitely, if anything else, uh, a, a, a giant step in the right direction for where yeah. they take that. Well, and I've heard, I don't know if you've heard this, but I've heard Aquaman is testing leaps and bounds above any other DC movie and that like the humor is spot on the action is next fucking level uh i who was who did i just read that he directed fucking something i don't remember i can't remember what the guy directed that's directing this fast and the furious maybe but he's like a big action piece dude so action's his thing so the people yeah. that have seen this movie are going like you guys don't understand. This might be DC's real comeback, you know. And I've said that too. They're like a prize fighter. They won't stay down. Who knows? Maybe, maybe they're not down for the count yet. We'll have to see. Um, trying to look here. What else do we have on today's docket? Um, oh yeah, that's one thing we should discuss. Uh, comic book, Amazing Spider-Man number one hundred's original comic cover page like the page that was drawn for them to make copies of just sold at auction today for four hundred thousand dollars oh it is because it's a one of one you know it's the original that was you know uh i do believe is that ramita that did that who who, who was issue 100 yeah it was john ramita and uh it was a stan lee book and it's got all the different characters on the cover. Issue 100 of Spider-Man is one issue before Morbius the Living Vampire appears. And then right around then is when Spidey gets his six arms. So um, th that's a classic cover. It's interesting. I actually don't have Amazing Spider-Man 100. It's one of the ones that aren't in my collection that I need. Uh, Brando, I don't know if you saw this either. But it looks like somebody has possibly got a name for the villain in the Han Solo movie I'm I don't know if I'm gonna fucking say this right Brando here so bear with me apparently the helmeted villain from the trailer that kind of has the Kylo Ren looking face mask is named Infus Nest E-Y-F-U-S Infus Nest Ring a bell, Mr. Old Republic? Anything you've ever heard of? No. Okay. No. Well, then I... uh, and it, it, it almost sounds like an infestation. Here, let me show you. This is where they get it from. It's on this merch. Yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. So, unknown character, not sure how that's going to all play out. Uh, I'm excited to see Solo, but right now my brain is officially Infinity War because it's here sooner and sooner and sooner. Maybe that's also why uh, fucking... Oh, New Mutants, Brando. I don't know if you heard this. New Mutants, they might have pushed this thing a whole year because they may be adding a new character, an entirely new character to the movie. The movie was done, and they went... I think we should add another person in here. 
Like, how do you do that? How, do you refilm the whole movie? Do you just insert random lines for them to say that don't make any fucking sense? And like, like, in, like in the reshot, you can't get everybody back, so you just kind of cut to a shot where like they're off by they're themselves, like, but they're supposed to be in the room. But they just have like I, a, they just have like a, they digitally put them in the like in the shots, and the other actors aren't even reacting to them. Someone said in the movie, they're like, "What do you think?" And it was it cut to a different character, but they cut to the new character, and then all of a sudden he's just like. Yeah, I want a fucking burrito. And they're like, and then it just like never goes back to why he said that or even brought up burrito. Like they had nothing to do with what they were asking about. So like in the room, when Denny is like in trouble with the dude for like buying drugs and he owes him money. Yeah. And they're on top of the roof and the, and the dude has the gun. He's like, where's my money, Denny? Where's my money? Where's my money? Where's my money? Where's my money? <laughs> and then finally, uh, uh, Johnny and Mark, uh, run up there and like fight the dude with the gun and it's like it's like they run up really fast and then they kind of scuffle and then they the camera cuts back to the doorway and just standing there completely still are Le- is Lisa and her mom like they were standing there the whole time but Johnny and Mark had to like run like run through them to get in there. order for them to be there yeah and it's like it's like they also supposedly ran up the stairs but no shot of them running up was there they were just standing there going Oh my god. It's called a continuity error. <laughs> it's a conti- that's like uh gone in sixty seconds, by the way. Here's for one for you. In Gone in Sixty Seconds, if you'll remember towards the end of the movie, Nicolas Cage gets Eleanor and he's driving her and he accidentally pulls the fucking steering wheel off. Yeah. Like he pulls it off and it's like he broke it off, right? That's the issue. The very next scene, he is clearly holding the fucking steering wheel, <laughs> driving the fucking car. Like, they totally disregarded that that even happened. At all. <coughs> oh, Brando. What's up, my dude? Nothing. I'm, uh, I'm still here. All right, well, what do you got anything else on the docket before we get out of here today? I don't think so, man. I think we ran down the list. I think we got all the way... All the way to the end, man. We, man, we just barreled right through this. It was a. I actually thought this was a longer list than what it was going to be. I told you it was going to move quick, man. I mean, we only clocked in at one hour. One house. One hour. But uh, as always, folks, you can check us out on all the different social media sites, whether it's Facebook or on Instagram at Journey Into Comics Podcast on. Instagram, it's just Journey to Comics. On Twitter, it's JIC Network. Also on YouTube, Journey to Comics. Uh, you can get us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music. We are now 100% affiliated with Spotify, connected officially. I can say it now. Go on, search for our shit. You can get us on your Spotify. Every phone in the nation has Spotify, as far as I know. So now you can listen to Journey to Comics wherever the fuck you want to go in the world, whether we're in your car, driving on a plane, riding in a boat, whatever you're doing. doesn't matter. You can have us right there in your pocket. Also, go to Patreon.com. Give us a buck. Patreon.com backslash Journey into Comics. You get early access. All ten shows on the network. And guess what? If you give us $3 a month, you're going to get exclusive content and early access to all ten shows on the network. And guess what else else? Not only are you going to get exclusive content, we're doing exclusive shows just for our patrons where you will only hear this show, these specific shows there. You won't get them anywhere else. You won't see it on any other feed. You won't get it here on the regular feed. You won't get it on your iTunes or none of that. You have to go to patreon.com backslash journey into comics. Give us three bucks, man. We're moving towards our goals. Every time you throw three bucks towards us, if you're drinking booze, you can give us three bucks. That's all I know. I you do can afford think it. that when my show on the Patreon thing launches, we probably will do like uh, the first episode for free uh, right here on yeah, the network, just to let everybody know what's going on and that this is that this show exists and where they can find it from here going you know going forward. And what we may do, Nate, is that we may do like a JIC takeover, like we did with uh, a lot of the other shows that started here on the network. Like the old school, like, you know. Oh, do it old school way and then spin it off out of yeah, that's so fucking like cool. I love it. Here, when it went, like one of these weeks here, the, the normal broadcast of, of, of JIC might be preempted for that. 
but trust me, guys, uh, it's going to be something that we've talked about a lot here anyways. And if you guys didn't put piece together what it was already. so I mean, of the the two shows that we have in development on my side of the fence, as we'll call it, already have logos. Like, yeah, complete. the same here. Mine does too. So I just so, need to work on the intro, and we uh, we are actually going to be meeting up and talking on Sunday about kind of ideas for everything and to try and try and finalize it and do the intro. And off here, I I have an idea that I want to talk to you about. Sounds cool, my brother. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week's JIC. Had to squeeze this one in because life is actually legitimately very busy this weekend, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Lucky to be able to talk to you today, Brando. As always, thank you for joining me. It's always a pleasure having you on as my co-host. It's always a pleasure being here, Nate. And uh, you know, ever right since- on cue, right on fucking cue, Brando. Train of our existence. Train of our existence, man. Since day one, and I, of course, I've been here since episode five, and I couldn't thank you enough for inviting me along on this crazy adventure. We're just getting started, my dude. All right, folks. Well, if that is going to do it for this week's episode of Journey to Comics, it's episode 181. I'm Nate. I've been Brando. And we will see you guys later. And as always, keep filling your brains with shit.